Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stuff I Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. So it is time for another happy hour. I don't think this one's an unhappy hour. I think it might be a nice, healthy mix of happy hour and unhappy hour. And also, it's just kind of all over the place. But that's where I am personally right right now. (laughs) Um, I'll be the judge at the end. Oh, perfect. Perfect. As always with these, drink responsibly if you choose to do so. We just want to give you a space to hang out and relax with us, hopefully. So I know we've talked about dates before. And I'm really big into dates on the calendar. And you're not so much, correct? I am the worst. How are you on anniversaries? Like, what are your thoughts on them? My partner and I actually talked about it because we've been together probably two or three years. So we can't even actually decide our beginning Mm. date. We don't have an anniversary. We don't Mm -hmm. have significant timeframes. It just doesn't exist. And it doesn't bother me except for the fact that I'm like, should I? Yeah. Yeah. Be bothered that I don't do this? Is this a thing? Am I a bad girlfriend? Am I non-romantic? Like, is this a bad mm-hmm. thing that I'm not putting stock into this? Because it's such a huge deal in so many ways. Like, whether it's like a on a TV show, it's the catalyst of a, you know, an episode because, oh no, you forgot my anniversary type of thing. And it's so looked down on, but it's not significant for me. Yeah. I barely remember birthdays, which is why I keep Facebook. Honestly, the only reason I have Facebook is A, for the dog videos, B, for the birth dates, and C, for events. Mm -hmm. And that's the only reason I have it. I don't really care about anything else. And so I'm the worst with it. I do know my parents' anniversary because it's right before my birthday and my mom's birthday because it was right after my birthday and then Mm -hmm. my sister's birthday because it's right after Christmas. Got it. (laughs) Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Well, you've touched on a lot of things that I want to get into in a second. And uh, I guess first we should talk about what we're sipping on and we'll dive right in here. What are you drinking? So I'm actually doing the no proof drink that Mm -hmm. we talked about previously which is the pomegranate with ginger ale. Mm-hmm. So in it, it says to use pomegranate syrup, but all I could find was the juice. But I just put just a little, and then I got the ginger ale with the soda stream. So it mm-hmm. cuts like, I don't use as much as if it was a straightforward soda. So I did a mm-hmm. mix. So yeah, I got my little no proof. Uh, I forgot what they called it, but it's just pomegranate and ginger ale. <laughs> that sounds lovely. It is really refreshing. Yeah. What about you? I just have a very simple... Gin and tonic, or Qui-Gon gin and tonic, as I like to call it. And it does have a Millennium Falcon ice cube. That's okay. the exciting thing about this one. Nice. But as probably is evident, I don't have a lot of ingredients around. So there's going to be a, some similar things in rotation in these happy hour segments. Um, <laughs> <laughs> also, I just realized, like, you know, we say we're not sponsored by these things, which we aren't. But the way our ads work, in the future, we could be. But just know that current at this current moment, <laughs> right? we are not. Those are not our sponsors. Uh, Nothing that we're discussing. Have changed, we'll be very yes. excited about that. Yes. But you won't hear it in this episode because that's not how podcasts work. Unless you're listening to this three years down the road and all of a sudden you're like, wait! Because mm-hmm. the ads do change. They do. They do indeed. So, 
I guess behind the scenes, we're not actually recording this on Thursday. It is a Tuesday. I have partner things. So yeah, that's the other part is this week's my partner's birthday. So yes. Thursday, we can't do it. I'm like, I have a special thing for my partner. So that's why it's my fault. Yes, I'm absolutely blaming you. But that's, that actually is one of the reasons this has been on my mind because we talked about that recently, that we have a lot of friends and coworkers who have birthdays coming up this week. I am someone who is very big on dates. And so like, I just have these weird memories of even I could tell you when I saw a movie in like 2011. It's strange. But wait, so pop quiz. What's the date that we met? We met. It was September near your birthday. Because it was, I don't remember the exact date. I think it was the 14th. September 14th. <laughs> I have no way to check that. So I don't know why I'm asking you, but I just wanted to see if you I would know. I check it. I'm probably way off because it was hot. It's always hot. It's Atlanta. It's true. If I think about it more, I bet you I can get it. But um, today is our coworker Holly's birthday. It's May 25th, by the way, which is also when A New Hope came out in 1977, Star Wars, because she thought it was made just for her. That's one of the reasons she loves it so much. Obviously, she was a kid, but um, <laughs> once for still me. very exciting. This also happens to be the day that the Winter Soldier plot twist was revealed in the comics was May 25th. Also a very sad day, uh, one year anniversary of George Floyd's death, which is something mm-hmm. that people are marking around the world. But it is also my parents' anniversary. And I, for some reason, even though my dad is dead and my parents weren't even really together for many years, leading up into his death, I still think about it. And when I was a kid, I would go all out on their anniversary. Like I would save up my allowance and I would get these gifts that I had no business buying and I would make them meals. And now I look back and I think that's so strange. (laughs) But because I'm like you, Samantha, I don't, even though I put a lot of stock into dates, when I, in the only really serious relationship I had, we didn't do anniversary things either. And we chose a date because it seemed like it was kind of important to him. He liked kind of those romantic things, but we never did anything big on it or anything like that. And I, I've just been thinking about, about that. And I wonder, at least in that case, it was almost like I didn't want a reminder of an anniversary of this is a time where... It's a chance for the person to remember why they shouldn't be with you. (laughs) Or like another year is gone. Am I wasting my time? Right. Yeah. That's for a countdown of what have we been doing? Right. Has it been worth it? Uh Uh-huh. Like you were supposed to assess everything. And it feels odd at the same time because I also love giving gifts. Mm -hmm. So one of my favorite things about I will go all out for someone's birthday and to the detriment that I know, I think specifically like my partner and people around me who, it's been a rough year. Yeah. And people don't have money. People can't get the money. Economics is really bad right now. The only people who are getting rich are the richer. We mm-hmm. know this. But for me, it's the first time I've actually been able to afford to give things. So even to the point that my family's kind of shocked, because typically mm-hmm. I'm the one that needed to borrow 20 bucks every month for gas. If you want to see me, you better send me gas money. It's kind of, right. it's kind of that level. And out of my 40 years, the last five years, and that has something to do with the fact that I worked three jobs at one point. Like I 
finally got to the point that I could do the things that I want to. And giving gifts is one of my favorite things. But I'm trying to also keep in mind, people feel guilty and don't like that. It feels also Mm -hmm. indebted and feels uneven. And I'm trying to balance that. Mm -hmm. And of course, it sounds so privileged. I know this and I, I get this. Because I've been on that other side as the person who wants to go all out and I can't. And if Mm -hmm. you do that for me, the level of guilt, all I can think of is like, don't do this. So Mm -hmm. I feel like there's this whole imbalance. Of course, some people actually go all out and make it a competition. So if it's a divorced parent, yeah, we know that could be a problematic thing. Mm -hmm. But just, it feels like this added pressure of doing that and... Yeah, it kind of comes back down to is like, is it really a good thing or is it all about capitalism once again? <laughs> yes. Oh, and we're going to talk about that in a second. Because, yeah, yeah, I when I think back, I, I know a lot of people have been looking back on past relationships during this quarantine time. And then I'm trying to when I look at why I was so desperate to celebrate my parents' anniversary that I like every year still think of it as opposed to my own relationship where I was like, let's not, let's not celebrate it. I do think some of it was I was really desperate to keep my parents together because I thought I was just that kid that was like, they're going to they're, they're gonna leave and they're going to break up. Whereas I, I was very uncertain in my own relationship. And going back to like what you said, Samantha, about the sitcoms, it's kind of a plot where the woman gets, usually it's the woman, gets really mad that the dude forgot the anniversary, didn't get a gift, whatever it is. And even though, in theory, it sounds like she is in the right and he screwed up, it's almost always painted that she's being needy right, and ridiculous and why can't she just calm down? Right. And so I was almost trying to be like, it's okay, we don't have to do that thing. Right. I'm cool. I'm not like the sitcom women. (laughs) We don't have to do it. Right, which we always know that the sitcom women are the butt of the jokes. Yeah. The one that doesn't have any sense of humor or the one who was overbearing and over the top and so emotional or whatever, whatnot. We we know this. We saw this in Mrs. Doubtfire too, even though we're absolutely kind of like, no, if the father was like that in real life, yeah, he would be problematic. (laughs) But yeah, that's definitely a thing too of like, okay, so we made this idea of what romance is. Mm-hmm. And if you're not perfect in it, then you're, the disappointment is almost a relationship ending to an extent. Yeah, it certainly can be. Like people, some people put a lot of stock into those things. Right. And I wonder if my mom, like I learned from my mom and maybe she didn't feel like she wanted to make a big deal about the anniversary either. So I felt like I had to do it for her because mm-hmm. I thought that that's what romance was, that there should be this big romantic thing. And my dad wasn't doing it. So I was doing it. Right. (laughs) Which feels very strange now that I'm adult looking back on it. Maybe I could go under parentification. (laughs) Which, yes. Which we have talked about. See our recent (laughs) episodes. (laughs) And like, I I recently went home for Mother's Day. And I found this old post-it note and it had all of these meals I planned for them based on each of their favorite foods that I would make on that day. Wow. Just like I would really go all out. And when my parents did go through their sort of split, I started getting my mom gifts on that day, but Mm -hmm. not my dad. (laughs) 
Well, that says a lot. Yes. <laughs> I was kind of spiteful. I was kind of spiteful. But I do feel like it is a double, double-edged sword for women. And, and that's something we've discussed a lot. And I think a lot of you listeners probably do feel um, around kind of this holiday emotional labor, that there is this pressure to mark events and make people happy. But at the same time, when it comes to something like an anniversary, you don't want to appear needy or emotional. And we just see a lot of gaslighting in things like sitcoms around that. And I do feel like there's this whole aspect for me of like, you have to earn your love and you have to provide these gifts and do these physical, tangible things that you could like put on a piece of paper and see, see, mm-hmm. I'm a decent person, right? You want right. to keep me around. Um, I am worth having around. So right. it's just like a lot of complicated, almost impossible things to reconcile around right. it. But also on that other hand, again, if this is something that means something to you, if this is something that is important to you, that's okay too. And, yeah. and it's kind of that balance of like, if you do have a partner, to understand each other where mm-hmm. they're at. And I think that's part of the bigger picture is, are we listening? Yes. Do we understand what is important to other people? Yes. Is it something that's getting to the point that it is causing a lot of strife? Then you you need to have a conversation about why that is, whether it's with yourself alone about mm-hmm. why am I doing this? Why am I adding this pressure? Or as to if you can't communicate why yeah. that is. You know, yes. for uh, my family, my dad, he's really sentimental. Mm-hmm. But he's not one of those that does all the gifts. And like he's... My dad, since I was in college, he decided that he needed to send me Valentine's Day candy. Yeah. Don't know where it came from. He's never done that. He never really did that for my mother. All mm-hmm. of a sudden, it just started happening. So I was like, okay, cool. That's very sweet. Yeah. I don't necessarily celebrate Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. You were around for our Valentine's Day. I was. And you got some socks. I love them too. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's kind of that level of what, how I see it. But, you know, I was like, okay, cool. But a date that's really important to him that he wants me to celebrate, but I don't always celebrate is my adoption day. Mm-hmm. So I was adopted in July. And honestly, I forgot that date. And I forget it every year until my dad sends me a text. And I'm kind of like, what's happening? What's happening? And I appreciate that he does that in that it doesn't ignore what a significant day, life-changing day, jolting day it is for me. Mm-hmm. But he sees that as a, a way of celebrating for him. So it's kind of a weird yeah. date to me. Mm-hmm. But also, to me, that date is more important than my birthday to certain extents. Mm-hmm. So there's definitely that whole, and and me trying to understand why it's important to him Mm -hmm. has been a battle for me even. Right. But understanding that, yeah, it is important and I'm okay in in seeing that and compromising with that and celebrating that with him. But I have a lot of mixed emotions around it. Yeah. And I'm really glad you brought up the point about communication because I think even though we say it all the time, and I think most of us know it, we all still struggle with it. And when I look back on how I felt around celebrating anniversaries with my last partner and how he felt, it was so much of me being insecure and trying to please him and just not communicating any of my concerns or worries or <laughs> any of that and me just trying right. to be cool and like be the easygoing girlfriend. Right. It's such a passing conversation. I was like, so... 
is this something that's important to you? Like, I've had several mm-hmm. of those with uh, different people. I'm like, if this is, you need to tell me now. Because right. if not, it's going to go out over my head. It's done. Mm-hmm. So do we need to talk about having an anniversary? Do we do we need to talk about having a date? And I did say, I mean, I was curious. I was like, so when do you consider the beginning mm-hmm. of our relationship? It was significantly shorter than my date, just so you know. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Not a big deal, and I understood why, but still yeah. significantly shorter like, uh, than my date. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's another good point, though. It's like, again, I couldn't have said in our last relationship either because we did start out as friends, and I think he would have considered dating way earlier than I did. But then he chose a date because he was like, this is when we sat down and talked about it. And I was like, okay, that's the date. <laughs> I'm happy for it. But that, that's another thing that... I've been dealing with too that we've been talking about is I feel like I get so in my head about what other people want and I have so many trust issues that I couldn't even even told him what I wanted for Mm -hmm. sure. I would just have so much doubt. And something else that I've been dealing with is something called catastrophizing, which is when you Mm -hmm. think the absolute worst thing is going to happen. Right. And so recently, Samantha knows I lost my phone, which sucks, but it's fine. But my big concern was that I was going to lose all my friends who were there that night because they would think I was so ridiculous and can't keep my life together that they'd be like, I don't want to hang out with her anymore. That was like the first thing, my big concern. So that's something that I'm trying to deal with. But I think that also comes up when you're talking about these really complicated, or they can be really complicated, uh, emotions around an event. Right. And around just yourself and your own insecurities and self-esteem that's often there. But I would go immediately to the worst. Like if I don't, if I make a big deal out of this, that's the end of the relationship or whatever. Right. I mean, I'm definitely the one who's like, I can't get into my email. Oh, I've been fired. Yeah. Like that's, yeah, no, that's where my mind goes immediately. I'm the same. I'm the same. I did want to go back to the thing about capitalism because I was really curious about the whole, you know, Year one is the anniversary gift is this, and two is this. So I didn't go on a deep dive, but very briefly, apparently this kind of tradition of year-based anniversary gifts goes back to the Middle Ages. It was very common in Germany by the 18th century. An 1859 edition of the old Farmer's Almanac read, one month from marriage makes a sugar wedding, one year makes a paper wedding, then wood at five, tin for 10, like T-I-N, silver for 25, golden at 50, and diamond at 75. But you were correct. Uh, capitalism was a big part of this. Uh, Hallmark and jewelry companies helped invent yearly presents in the 20th century. And I want to go over some of my favorites from the Chicago Public Library list. Conveyances for the 32nd, improved real estate for the 42nd, groceries for the 44th, original poetry for the 46th, and optical goods for the 48th, like telescopes or microscopes. Oh, man. Jewelry companies got screwed over. You know they're mad because they don't get into like the, what, 50th maybe? Silver comes around in 25. But as of today, not all of those (laughs) anniversaries happen anymore. But paper, come on. (laughs) I guess that makes sense. You start out small. I think the last one was like platinum or something. But if you've never reached that. It's true. Screw you, jewelry companies. <laughs> I do want to say, like, I'm I'm laughing at this, but I'm also somebody who would really enjoy, like, if I was in a goofy relationship with a partner who would also enjoy it, like, going through this and getting, like, a microscope. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> I mean, I'm good so, with that. No mockery at all. Like, again, it's about like what what works for you, how you want to mark the occasion, and what makes you happy. It's just uh, I don't know why every year on this date I think about I think about anniversaries and my parents' anniversary and yeah, just wanted to talk about some of that with all of you. So I just got my partner plants. Mm-hmm. What year is that? Plants is a year. I think, I know it has to be. I feel like it's pretty early. It might be. I would like, hope so. I think it's like eleventh. Okay, that's okay. We're we're not there. <laughs> I, I could, be, I could be way off. Yeah, you got to take it back now. You don't want to give any wrong ideas. <laughs> <laughs> well, as always, cheers. Cheers. Thanks for joining us for this happy hour. I would love so much to hear if anyone has any anniversary traditions that they would like to share. Or if they have any goofy anniversaries. I love those. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. You can email us at stephmediamomstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at momstuffpodcast or on Instagram at Steph Never Told You. Thanks, as always, to our super producer, Christina. Thank you. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff I've Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. <laughs> 